Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for The Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Phil. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we are back here, 93.9 The Ville, ESPN 680, 105.7, as uh, we roll along here from Louisville uh, Dental Implants, Triple Crown Dentistry, where uh, this is where I've gotten three dental implants, and this is where um, I'm having my regular appointment here at, uh, at noon today. So I'm uh, looking forward to, uh, I mean, I actually I'm looking forward to I like talking to Dr. Nolan. We talk a little, you know, football, basketball. You never know, you might see running around in here. We always football players, basketball players around. You, know. you never know. You never know. Yeah. What, you know, we don't want to violate any po- patient-doctor confidentialities. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, 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 but yeah. when you come in here to the lobby, you might you see might, somebody yeah. on the cover of a media guide or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, Mike Lindsay says he'll be here at 8. 34, and he'll bring his teeth. Great. That's wonderful. Cool. That's, well, that's I've got wonderful. a microphone yeah. for him for his teeth to avoid clattering yeah. on. I was, um, it's interesting. You know, as we were talking about coaches, I was talking with uh, someone in the break who knows a pretty fair amount about, about college basketball. Um, and um, it was a good point. And, you know, as we're talking about, you know, you're talking about you know, candidates and what's the profile of this candidate. And, we're, you know, yeah. we're talking about, you know, and again, I, I think there are very few stars out there. But I thought this was an interesting point. And I think it, I, and I do think it's the kind of, uh, I hadn't thought about it that way. If you want to grab that door, because it's getting yeah. loud out there. Um, the profile of, you know, whoever it is, the profile probably does need to be someone who can't afford to lose in their career. That, that There's very few Shaka Smarts, right? Where somebody rebounds. Where, yeah, you want somebody who, I mean, if somebody's already got a bunch of money in the bank. You know, like even let's even say it's Jay Wright. I mean, just, which it's not, I don't think. But but let's say it's him. He doesn't have that internal pressure that somebody that's say forty years old wants to coach for ten, fifteen more years. That if they don't win here, their their, their career arc totally changes. They're changed. closing at a, they're doing at a lower level for the, probably the rest of their right. career. Anthony Grant's a good example of this. Yeah, because while he's I agree. doing really well at Dayton, who's going to give him another shot? And he's probably done very well financially, he so has. he may not have that pressure right. to get to get back there. Whereas somebody like a Richard Petito or some other Petito's got money. I'm like, but he's driven. But he, but he also wants a good the job. You want the guys that, that are so afraid of losing, yeah. that uh, that they could cost them their career, right? Chris Beard. I, I hadn't thought about that. Chris Beard. I know you like Chris Beard. I know. Does it not hit the profile, though? Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, probably because he was only at Texas one year, got screwed over. That I can't believe that's a Texas law that all it takes is an allegation. 
Um, and they it's can crazy. It's, it's an unbelievable law. Right. That's ridiculous. But I mean, he's coaching at Ole Miss. He's and there's no there's no right. howling happening. No, you're Oxford. probably right. That and that's a guy. I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, that would he would fit that profile. But right. that I, I, as I think about it, Tang's driven. Yeah, and, and can't afford to live. Like no. he doesn't. You know, right? You don't. So you know. Whereas like a Sean Miller. He's already made a bunch of money. He's made a bunch of money, but that doesn't I have mean a feeling... it's the only profile. But I do think that's an interesting profile that that you want someone who can't afford to lose because they want their career path yeah. to be good. And whether that's staying here or whether that's jumping from here, yeah. which we've never really seen. Here. I don't know that Sean will leave Xavier. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I really don't know if he will. But uh, you know, because it's in, it's in the Big East, it's a strong league, uh, it's where he's from. It's probably yeah. No, like I, I, don't, but, I don't think it's him. Yeah, but I would. I mean, I would like Sean Miller. I would if it was Sean Miller, I'd be pumped. But Scott Drew, Scott Drew, meet that profile? No, I don't think so. He's got all the money in the world in the bank. And probably he, he resurrected Baylor. He won an. Doesn't mean it wouldn't be a good hire. Oh, I think it would be amazing. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm yeah. not saying I don't want. I'm just saying that profile would not be him. It's just an interesting one because it'll be it'll be interesting to watch. With, I think Chris Mack will be back in coaching in the Said next year or two. Oh, he did. Said it yesterday through Jeff Goodman. Okay. Uh, that you know you can expect Chris Mack to get hired back in college basketball, major college basketball next year, and and I think the Big East, A10. It'll Something be like sa- that. It'll be somewhere south. Don't worry, the dude ain't going north. Well, it might. I mean, I maybe you you might be right. I, I mean, stay Sean south. Miller offered him like the head assistant coaching job at Xavier, yeah. and I, w- I actually thought he'd do that because he likes Xavier so much, and that's like his his home. It's where he feels the most comfortable. He's coached with Sean Miller in the past. Thought he'd do that, but I think he just wanted the year off, and totally fine. And I think he wants to be a head coach too. I think I, he, I, yeah, I think yeah. that's tough to go back somewhere. It's a lot of pride to swallow, even though it's Xavier. You know, like a place that you really love. Uh, but he was he was afforded that opportunity to turn it down. So I, I, it's, it's just a take on it that I hadn't really thought of in those terms, that, you know, you want to um, just, you have, you want to have someone who's going to be so obsessed because internally, if they lose, they're going to be just fearful for their career. So it wouldn't be Bruce Pearl. Uh, it wouldn't no, be. No, it, but that, okay. Wouldn't be Rick. But Barnes. if you could get Bruce Pearl, he's, right. a, he's one of the few stars. But yeah. I'm, just, I'm just going yeah. through it. And you're not getting Danny Hurley. You know, you're just not like. I mean, I would love Danny Hurley. Stay up there. Yeah, why wouldn't he? They're seventeen and two. I know, but it's in stores, Connecticut. I understand that, man. But there's, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I know. He seems like a different kind of guy, though. Yeah. You know, but I, I, I think he's great. I, I love Danny Hurley, so I'm, I'm a massive fan. Uh, so I, I, I think that you're right on there, man. I think there's a lot of really interesting people. Like one of the guys that I kind of look around and I'm looking at a little bit. Nobody's talking about is Porter Mosier. Yeah. I like Porter Mosier a lot. Like, very like solid. Dusty May. I mean, I think he's... Like Dusty May? Yeah. Well, how can you... I mean, you know, I, I'm surprised there's not... To me, that guy is... is I mean, he was in the final four at Florida Atlantic, for Pete's sake. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I just... Uh, not sold on him like I am some of the other guys at a major level. I, 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 uh, I think... If Dusty May was coaching this team here, right, the way it's constructed, I think would be much better. I don't even think there's even a doubt about it. I, I do worry about recruiting at a really high level, and so sometimes I look at it through that lens. Yeah, I, I, but I think your tools are all different too here as well. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's not like you know you don't get more things to um, mm-hmm. you know more tools to play with. I mean, it really is. It is kind of interesting, like, in a football perspective, how it's kind of switching, how much recruiting mm-hmm. and NIL and all that stuff, managing that has changed. Because, like, Jason Candle, who's the head coach at Toledo, was up for the offensive coordinator job at Ohio State. 
almost got it. If Bill O'Brien, if they didn't hire Bill O'Brien, Jason Candle was going to be the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. He was going to go down from being a head coach. You just saw it at South Alabama. Uh, Womack took the offensive coordinator, sorry, defensive coordinator job at Alabama. Mm-hmm. And part of it is is that these guys that are head coaches at lower levels, they're realizing that it's better for them to be high-level coordinators and involved in a high-level funnel with NIL than it is in a lower I, level. I just think it's it's so different in football. There's so much money as being, being a coordinator, you know, offensive or defensive coordinator. I just think it's yeah, it's tougher Honestly, to stay an assistant. Shaheen Holloway's not having any problems, you know, transitioning from a low level to. Oh yeah, no, I just meant to stay as a coordinator. I don't think I don't people. I don't think you stay as a as an assistant in basketball. No, well, I mean, you can you can Second. for a long time. I mean, Kenny Payne should have. <laughs> yeah, probably so. You know, I mean, really, I mean, if you think about it, like there are guys who probably shouldn't have elevated to, to be head coaches. Yeah, and the only way to know is to do the job. I know. Because, you know, you can look at a profile and think, okay, well, this guy's ready. Somebody's going to give him a head coaching job. He's ready to go. Right. And then they're just not. Well, if you're Womack, right, you were a South Alabama coach and you're a coordinator at Alabama, you've proven that you can do both. Now you've now you're very attractive if the coordinator job at Alabama goes well for you and you have oh, top yeah, defense. You, you can, yeah, that's a better – you can probably get a job much more quickly. Correct. That route than – yeah, right. it's, it's weird that you could do that, but you, only in football can you do that. To be a really good head coach, go work as an assistant at a bigger school, and then right. go back to being a head coach. It's probably, it's probably You're probably right. You probably can't go from being a head coach to an assistant at a major program and then bounce no. and have that be good. But in football, you can. Football, you can. Football, you can. Yeah, yeah that's interesting, the way to think about it. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It was just something that I hadn't um, – and thought it that way, but I think I think that's right. I think that that it, look it gets depends on what you can get. If you can get, you know, let's say you could get a Bruce Pearl. I don't think you can, but let's just say you could. Well, of course you you would do something like that. But you know, I, I do think if you're not going to have you know go that route, and you're trying to find someone you think's going to win games, someone who has career pressure on their back. Yeah, you know, to like I, I can't lose there because if I lose at Louisville, how am I going to get? You know, whatever other job you might want from here. Look, we've never seen anybody leave this job for another job. If, if somebody comes and fixes this and leaves it better than they found it in a good spot, I have no problem with that. Yeah, I mean, we've never seen this. I mean, Rick Pitino's the first time we've ever seen somebody leave this job and coach anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, Peck Hickman, John Dromo, Denny Crum, Rick Pitino, David Padgett, Chris Mack, nobody's ever done it. it now, that'll change next year, I think, like you say, with Mack back in it. But, yeah. Yeah, it'll change next year. What about um, off-the-wall guy, Lamont Paris? Who is Lamont Paris? He's South Carolina's head coach. Uh, he took over for them from Chattanooga, had Chattanooga roll, and they were in the NCAA right, tournament yeah, yeah. last year, 11-21. and 21, This year, 16-3. and three. And they beat Kentucky. I mean, I'm not advocating for Lamont Paris, but if you strike out on everybody, you're going to be down. <laughs> in a, in, and I don't think we're going to strike out, but, like, you're going to be looking for some kind of off-the-wall characters. I, but I don't think you're going to go to that one. You don't think so? I think he's good. I mean, they're, You've never brought his name up till just now. I mean, he beat Kentucky. <laughs> that's it. That's all, that's all it is. Beats Kentucky on Tuesday, and now, now gonna he's be, your guy. We're going to be uh, Kentucky yeah. when, when Billy Gillespie beat us in the tournament. <laughs> they all of a sudden wanted a Billy Gillespie because they beat Louisville. Golly. Yeah, um, let's see. They are pretty good, though. Text line. I'm trying. I'm trying to get things done. I'm here. I got Google Chrome asking me 85 different questions here before I can get to any text. But all right, Dexter says uh, Dana Hurley's another Northeast guy, so he'll uh, he'll stay. Also, 
not a strong football program to share attention and resources. I'm surprised Bobby Hurley is – oh, Bobby Hurley. Uh, I'm surprised Bobby Hurley is out west, and I think that's why he struggles. I don't know. If Louisville hired Jerome Tang – no, I'm not – no, I'm not. I can't finish that text. Oh, man. Now I'm very intrigued. Um, now I'm very intrigued well, on what the text is. <laughs> no. Does that have the text? That's why, I, that's why I stopped reading it mid-text. Yeah. Because I think another important part of the next coach would be his willingness and ability to embrace the spotlight. He can't hide from the media. He doesn't need to be Patino-level star, but at least Brom-level ability to be in front of the camera. Yes, that's a minimum requirement. And that's one of the reasons why I don't think Mick is the pick. I think Mick is... Oh, I think he'd get out there and do that stuff a lot. But he's abrasive. Oh, yeah. No, I don't... Look, that's not... It's not my... Now, if they got... It'd probably be good for me, because I'm sure it'd be in a lot of those circles. Oh, no. But I, it doesn't feel... That doesn't feel right. Tech says, uh, not a fear of losing. We need someone with a disgust of losing. Yeah, like Brom. It's, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Tech says, I want a coach that hates losing more than they love winning. And you know they love winning. And Brom has said that. He has said... I, and I, I think the losses bother really competitive people a lot more. Now, I'm not a coach, but, like, I, I still remember a lot of the plays that cost us, you know, in losses, especially oh, we know. Like yeah, I just everything matters. Yeah, that, you know what? And that's a, a familiar theme here on this text line that wants someone who can't handle losing that goes, you know. It um, bothers our fans a lot when yeah. Kenny Payne shakes the hand of the opposing coach after getting beat by double digits and he's smiling. It yeah. drives them bonkers and you which drives me is, it, which is fine right I'm, I'm putting i saw me. that and i was like oh boy Blake baker is going to flip i'm putting when he I, sees that smile i'm putting myself in the fan base okay. because i am a fan yeah and and yeah like i it drives me insane i you know there are some losses that you can take and you're just like that's a great shot what do you do yeah amazing the texas shot for texas. example you just wow great game you know, dap it up, we move on. But when you're getting beat by double digits, there shouldn't be any smile. Handshake, see you later. Yeah. Yeah, there's no like, oh, uh, yeah, go mid- No. Right. Um, let's see, Texas, what about Tony Bennett? <laughs> of course, we're like, no, even though the dude's got a national team. He's not leaving anyway. He got yeah. offered the Wisconsin job where his dad is a legend. Yeah. Uh, didn't take it. I don't think he's going anywhere. But, man, can you – I mean, we'd win a lot. We'd win a lot. It'd be boring. Yeah. But we'd <laughs> we would win. <laughs> Text says one thing that can't be said anymore about Louisville basketball is that we won't tolerate. Uh, is that we won't tolerate? Let me try this again. One thing that can't be said anymore about Louisville basketball is that we won't tolerate the current state of the program, especially when we are currently tolerating the state of the program. By definition, we are. To- you got a lot of double negatives in there, dude. I can't get through that one. Yeah. Dexter says, is there a, a Eula meeting today? Well, yeah, but I think it's previously scheduled, and so you're not going to get. I mean. Look, everybody wants – what do you want? There's nothing Josh Hurd can say. No. You, you heard him at the, start, at the you know, after the semester break. He doesn't like what's going on. He's not going to – you know, he's going to be our coach to start the new year. That's as far as he gave him was January 1. That lets yeah. you know what he thinks. There is nothing he can say. All he can do is just fire him at the end of the year. There, that's it. There's nothing now. Well, he stinks. I mean, what do you have to say? Yeah, what do you think? Kenny Payne, oh, he's, he stinks. I made a terrible mistake. Can't say that. That's what he – sure, his mentality is like, damn, I didn't, didn't see this coming. Not many people did. I mean, smart minds all seem to agree that this was going to be the right hire. 
Yeah. I just, yeah. I just don't. I mean, and, and this was – everybody's like, well, you can't give uh, Josh any credit on hiring Jeff Brom. Okay. You can't give – well, you can't, you can't give him any blame for hiring Kenny Payne. He was the interim coach, was the, and this was force-fed to him. So he did get it done. It was a tougher job to get done than I think a lot of people realize. But – the record is what it is. Who you hired, how yeah. you hired him, doesn't matter. I agree. If, if the coach doesn't win, then it's on, it's on the coach. Right. It's, and this will be on Josh when he hires this next coach. And, yes, there is a meeting today, 9 o'clock here in about a half an hour. Eula will meet. They're going to talk about uh, the, the financial audited financial statements to end 2023. So they're going to go over that. They're going to have a budget update. They're yeah. going to talk about 2024 basketball ticket pricing. And they're going to have a report to the athletic director. Uh, and then they will go into executive session about uh, pending litigation, which we don't know about, uh, but there's nothing that looks like it's going to be uh, personnel-related. No, so. no, it's right. It's very good. Texture says they fought hard is like saying they had their shoes on. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, let's go to the phone. Chaz wants to be up next. Chaz, welcome to 9th of the Ville ESPN 680. What's up, guys? Uh, what you all were talking about with, you know, home run hires, first of all, I, I do think Dusty May would be a home run hire. The, the concern that I have with Dusty May is, I know, Mark, you're concerned about recruiting I mean, he was able to keep some of the guys from the Final Four team when they had opportunities to leave last year. So I, I'm not necessarily worried about him, his recruiting efforts, because he's going to have more more money, more availability, more more resources here. The concern that I have is there's a, a school up the street that he graduated from that is struggling as well, that they're definitely going to be the first to call his name. So that could be a coach that you know, used us to, to get that Indiana job. So that, that's the only concern I have with Dusty May. I, I think he is a home run hire. Um, you know, the the two coaches that you mentioned that would be stars, Billy Donovan and Jay, Jay Wright, I mean, of course they can coach basketball, but they haven't really been in the world of NIL yet. So can they, can they recruit? Can they get back in the game? They've been out of the game since NIL really came in. Um, I really think Scott Drew and Jerome Tang and Dusty May should be the three, and, and we can debate those three scott drew's got a national championship people mm-hmm. forget that he's in waco texas i mean he would be a star here so um that's who i want those are the three that i think dusty mays just just scares me from the fact that indiana <laughs> can pluck him yeah i, I don't know i mean I, I i know what you're saying but i don't i don't i see feel like mike woodson's go- gonna get fired after this coming season yeah and dusty may might elect to hang it out there at florida atlantic and just see if that's the job he wants then why why take a job close if you know that job is going to come open? I don't know, but you're also assuming you're going to keep winning at Florida Atlantic. It's a big risk. It is a big it's risk. It's a big risk. And, and no. you know, if you get a lot of players to come back off a Final Four team, they're probably not going to be around for next year and you yeah. have to rebuild. It, you know, you do have to strike while the iron's hot in coaching. Uh, yeah. I, I think that's what Charlie did when he left us uh, because Teddy was leaving. A lot of these guys, you know, were, were leaving. They are going pro. And he's like, I got to retool myself here and I got Texas – you know, right there, and I can make a big payday, and uh, and I'll have all. And he always was going to go to somewhere major, so uh, mm-hmm. he went ahead and did that. So I don't know. I'm not really. I don't want to live in the wreckage of my future and not hire Dusty May because Indiana yeah. may hire him. I'm not doing that. Uh, well, but when you but, hire him here, you make the buyout cost prohibitive. If you're worried about that, and I mean, if he doesn't want to, if he if he's serious about do Indiana, it. then you don't do it. Yeah, I mean, you say, all right, well, you can come here if you want to leave after two years. It's going to be. They're going to pay us $10 million or something. I mean, right. I don't know. Whatever the Mick Cronin buyout is, is huge. Yeah. Or the Nate Oates buyout's enormous as well. 
again, I don't think people understand the job. I mean, the texture says, why can't he come out and say he, he, uh, say he will do not agree? I know everybody's talking to text here. Um, why can't he come out and say he – I think he's trying to say, why, why can't Josh come out and say he doesn't agree with the direction of the program and that Payne will no longer be our coach at the end of the year? That way he does have the fans thinking there's a chance he will be retained by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, I, I'm not sure what that text is trying to say. I think that Josh may say that at some point. But we're well, no, but that's an action. That's end. not saying anything. I, I think, yeah, he right. will – I think I think probably I'm like you. I think you do it before the tur- ACC tournament because you don't want them to get lucky and win five. They're, they're not going to five lucky. games, but good God, no. but yeah. But still, the point remains. I don't want. Uh, I think that the fans you throw the fans a bone towards the end of the season. Let them know, hey, this is the end. Kenny can coach through the rest of it, and you know every and maybe maybe it'll be a weight off everybody's shoulder. To yeah. be honest, because hey, we're not coming back. This is our last ride. Let's focus and grind out. Let's win one for the Gipper here. And you know, go out there and, and win for Kenny as he sent him off uh, with some wins under his belt before uh, before he goes back to be an assistant coach. I don't, I don't know if they're going to get any wins out of the deal, but yeah, the schedule's softer, yeah. you know, at the end, that, and that's another part of it too. But you said, but that's why Texas <laughs> A&M lo- they, they lost to Chattanooga. I know. I mean, Arkansas State. Give me a break. I mean, they yeah. Lost, yeah. They lost Arkansas State. So when you say so beat it Miami. gets lighter. How did it beat Miami? I, well, Miami's not very good anymore, apparently. Yeah, they lost it. They've fallen off bad. I mean, they won the other night, but you know, they, but still. No. Have you dug into TJ Ulterberger at all? He's at where again? Iowa State. Yeah, no. Because uh, I know that was mentioned on – who had Goodman mentioned that or somebody mentioned Maybe. that? I like him okay. He's fine. But, I mean, I'm just looking at the – Young end. guy. End of the year, you're, it, it, you're right. In theory, it's lighter, but they're still projected to be eight to ten point underdogs in all like all those games. Is there a game right now where we're projected to win? Notre Dame by two. That, but that flip flops all year. We're going to play Shrewsbury, and we're this team's going to beat a Shrewsbury team. No, if we're favored, I'm betting the Irish. Yeah, you probably won't be alone. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not laying the points. Uh, as, you know, for this Louisville team, no way. No, but even though, yeah, quote-unquote lighter, it's still all top 100 teams outside of, you know, in the Ken Palm, outside of Notre Dame. Right. I mean, Duke, they end the, the four to end the year, number 13, Duke, 82, Syracuse, 59, Virginia Tech, 89, Boston College. Right. And before, yes, prior to that, that those are weak games. We'd be like, oh, man, it's going to kill our uh, our net ranking our to net get a good seed. Our net stretch. What is the ACC doing? And meanwhile, Louisville's like at 200 or whatever yeah, it is. It doesn't and it's even like, yeah. What do you think man? the financial loss is? Off budget, and that's what that will actually be a very interesting. Well, I don't know because I think that's part of the, the the line that they're talking about today is the budget update. Well, and you have basketball a figure, and I know that they lowballed it. They, yeah, I think they lowballed. So I don't think it'll the the real number will be what's it look like now versus three years ago or whatever a comparable yeah. the I, last year of Mac. You know, we could pull that. I mean, we have those. I can pull. I don't have it readily available, but yeah, I can get. But I'm, I'm sure they'll have it too. I mean, I'm sure. You know, if you can get it, that's fine. But I'm just yeah. saying, I I don't think it's going to be as far under the projections because I think the projections were so low for the year yeah. anyway that if you you have to assume the worst and say, all right, how can we survive at five thousand fans attending a game? How many X numbers sold per game? Um, what that revenue adds up to? I think they had to be. I, I know they were projecting pretty low, low, yeah. right? But but I think it even went lower than that. Maybe it has. And I so what, what are we measuring based off of? What they budgeted or what the history is? 
What are you saying? Like, like if I'm if I'm gonna pull like data and I'm gonna say Louisville is off this number, is it previous year? Is it historical number? Is it off budget? Or how would you, how would you want it quantified? Oh, I, I would you know to to see how bad it's been. Yeah, I'd like to see like the last. Um, Five-year average or well, something? Well, no, no. I'd say, like, the, the compare this year to the last year of of Chris Mack. Okay. You know? I mean, like... The 13-win season? Whatever that was, yeah. yeah. Compare that, those numbers, to this. Because we thought it was bad then. This is way worse. Way Texter worse. says the jacked-up text you're reading are not from talk to, talk to text. It's from people who can't proofread and correct their grammar, or they're just plain dumb. As that, as that sentence was perfectly conjugated, and, and the comma was in the right Man. place. Ashley got right a resume there. the other day. Oh, no. And, like, there are pieces missing. And she goes, hey, I think something happened with your resume. Yeah. She sent it back. It's like, hey, I, maybe you sent the wrong attachment or something. She sent it back, and it was even worse than the, origi- than the original one. Misspellings. Oh, my gosh. You can tell gosh. that she worked on it. And it was just like – and then Ashley said, listen, we, this job requires somebody's uh, you know, detail matters to. So you yeah, you go can't back. represent us. <laughs> Mike Lindsay's here, right? So we'll go to break. We'll have him all fired up, ready to go. When we come back from over here uh, at – He's dancing. I can't take the guy dancing. Now he's shaking his butt at us. That's just <laughs> only my. All right, we'll continue along over here at 502implants.com where you can check out um, Louisville Dental Implants. If you're, if you're getting a dental implant, this is uh, where you should turn to. This is where I've turned to uh, as well. If you're looking to buy a house, Edlin and Edlin is who you should turn to because they're going to charge you a lot less uh, than just about everybody else. But why would they do that? Well, I mean, Phil Moffat, first time I talked to him over there, he, he understands that the selling agent isn't doing the same work they used to. Uh, so uh, they're going to charge you 1% instead of 3%, and, and but they're going to give you a full-service realty experience. This is not like, oh, here, you're on your own. Uh, put it on the MLS and uh, you know, good luck. No, he's doing everything you would think a traditional realtor on the selling side would do, but you're going to get $2,500 more uh, per $100,000 of house in your pocket uh, after the closing. So a $300,000 house, that's the average home sale here, $7,500 coming to you because they recommend you pay the buyer's agent 2.5%. So it's Edlin and Edlin. Go online, edlin.com. That's E-D-E-L-E-N.com. Uh, or if you're uh, good at remembering phone numbers, I'll give you Phil Moffat's number here in this, uh, as well. His number uh, is 599, well, let me try that again. Five, yeah, 599-2800. 599-2800. Or go to edelin.com and tell me how to talk about him here at the Diener Show. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. It must be love, it must be love. I fall like a sparrow and fly like a dove. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680. 
105.7 and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And Mike Lindsay, also known as Crumb's Revenge. I'm trying to translate for, through Chase here. What's what's this uh, What's this related to, the bumper music? Is it... Uh, what, are we forgetting a, a story here, or is that? Um, yeah, we're, we're, tr- I just we're trying like to that track that one down. Um, to be honest, I just oh, like okay. that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Because yeah. usually there's a message there. Oh so, yeah. Uh, usually, I might yeah, start so. just Bourbon and Beyond educating everybody. Okay. At, at okay. some point. Yeah. That's nothing wrong with that. We got uh, at all eight months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got I got songs in luck. I mean, those two, the two top, seriously, are my one and two artists on Spotify. Like I listen okay. to all their songs. All it's right, there we go, there we go. Uh, Mike Lindsay is here with us at uh, Louisville Dental Implants, uh, where I uh, can speak firsthand on what a great job they do in Triple Crown Dentistry. Uh, good, good morning, Mike. Oh, hang on. Oh, i got to turn this the mic on. on. There you uh, go. Good morning. Yeah. It's a beautiful morning. Everyone wanted the cold to go away, and they said the cold will go away. How do you like rain? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> How do you like clouds? Yeah, yeah. Rain, <laughs> rain. We'll take anything with this. Anything? How about just rain? Right. It'll never oh, a, stop a, raining. A, a fault has opened into the ground. It looks Lava like spewing out. next Wednesday it will stop raining. Oh. Well, I guess it stopped raining today, right? But we're tomorrow. It's going to maybe start today. Back. Yeah, yeah. It's just going to be cloudy all day. High of fifty. And then, like, in it, like an inch of snow is like three inches of rain or four inches of rain or something like sure. that. The equivalent. Yeah, so like it's that. like yeah. the ground get plenty of water by the time that melts. Then we rain no for idea. a week. I mean, <laughs> the temps are good for a while actually around here. I mean, we got highs in at yeah, least the mid forties and touching fifties uh, for the next two weeks. But yeah, it's just the grayness that's what kills yeah. me around here. And my kids, I mean, they need like energy outlets and so at school they do wiggle time when it rains because they don't go outside oh and they literally just stand at their desk and just like dance and well, it's like I, I mean, I, really... chip's going stir crazy yeah. and i'm like dude Dogs, i'm not i mean yes. I, it, I mean i'm not walking around in a rain you know for right. very long you can run around in the backyard and we'll wipe you off when you come in but right. man i mean i'm he's looking at me like what the hell man where's my walk i'm like it's raining <laughs> you don't want to go outside and do it in the morning oh. it is hard it is hard. My yeah. my dog is jumping over the couches now. At this point, jumping over the couches. Yeah, no. I mean, I, yeah. I'm definitely getting stir crazy. Um, having a, a baby, well, a toddler now. She's a toddler now. Is right? that officially She's toddler? Sixteen months. I don't know. Right? Is that I don't toddler? Know. Ask, ask the guy I with all you the said kids I'm here. having a baby. A no, toddler. no, no, no. We're birthing having, a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> having a toddler now. Yeah. Like I want to give her outlets, but it's so cold outside. So she's just confined to the house, and so. I'm hoping for some warmer days so we get her out to the playground. We've been able to do that a couple times. Yeah. But yeah. it's not. No, everybody's going stir crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, well, Mike, uh, you don't have know the foe, although you're trying to come up with one on the fly. Yeah, I, I got one. But, I mean, I think we the, what we were talking about is the fact that you don't even care. I'm excited to have one. Yeah. Like, I, is anyone, it, like, circling this game tomorrow? That's, I mean, I forgot it was even, like, Virginia. Like, it didn't even register with me. It's just another team that's going to come in and beat them. High noon. It's, you know – Again, like, it it does look different than last year. Like, they are playing harder, you know, and you seized more talent. But it's just like the result's the same. Yeah. You know, it's like you still lose about 15 to, to 20. And you'll see, like, I was watching that Duke game, and every game's the same. It's like there's that period of time where you're like, all right, you know, they, they look like they can hang. All right, they look like they're playing hard. And then, bam, lost by Unfortunately, 20. the first six to eight minutes of a game count as, as well. They yeah. keep scoring those. Right. You can't well, have least, this consistent product. At least they started out in the first segment not down by a million. It was six to eight, right? You know, in the first until the first TV timeout. But before that, it had been like fifteen to four, twelve to zero, ten to zero. It's like 
can you please not? Well, but even Wake Forest was only like they were down three after all that. Oh, was ten minutes of, of you know nonstop movement, but then it was after that that was the, the problem. Guard the three point line, right? Please, at some point. Yeah, yeah, it's you it's gotta play all forty. There's right. none of this crap. Right. Well, they had a good ten minutes. Yeah. What? It's like okay. No, no. You don't get to pick which ten minutes win the game. You know, we were gonna beat Kentucky. We played great for three quarters of that football game. Yeah. You know, and in that fourth quarter, right. man, they just got us. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. that's how that works. Yeah, you, that's yeah. how that works. You the winner at the end of the time. We used to focus on the, the ten minutes or five minute segment that cost them the game. Not that ooh, they played well for five minutes. No. Mm. If they hadn't come out of the locker room like that at half time they win i mean that's what we used to focus on and and rightly so or we would focus on the 10 minutes where we had a scoring drought and we're like if we keep that up we're gonna lose a game (laughs) right we won so many no you're right yeah under rick it was just is such a high rate i don't know what's wrong with your microphone it was such a high rate. there it is there There it is well just we got a little play with the knobs a little bit there we go do what (laughs) <laughs> Only mic. There we go. Oh, wait a minute. All right. Now I got it. We got a hot mic. We there got we... a hot mic. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike. Yeah. It's hump day? No. No, it's, it's Friday. It's Friday. No. no, all right. You no. should be but, on Wednesdays, but, by the way, not we, Fridays. We we would fire we would want, we would fire Rick Pitino every time about February. You know, everyone wanted him fired because we would lose two or three games or have yeah. like four games where we should have beat a team by 15 and we won by four, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and that always reminds me, no matter who you have or no matter where you are, as a fan, you don't the, – the complaints you have in a season is a bucket. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter how good it is. It's like I need 25% of my comments to be complaints. And so this year, it's that we lost two games in February and we're barely beating teams that we should be killing. And so that's my complaint bucket. Now our complaint yeah. bucket is – we can't lose by 10. Like, you know, we, we're always losing by 20. Can't we lo- just lose by 10? <laughs> it's like, I don't want to lose at all. It's such a shift. I know. Yeah. I'm done losing. I don't want to lose at all. I don't want to lose, period. And I don't want to sure. rationalize losing. Sure. I want to hire a winner, right. a guy who's no nonsense, and takes the bull by the horns and recruits well and, pl- and coaches with urgency and recruits with urgency and hires a staff with urgency and has the organizational leadership that it takes to, that compete at a high level in major college basketball. Yeah, it's been it's been tough. Now, I will say I really like watching Brandon Huntley Hatfield. I mean, he's yeah. really been the one thing that like if you if you have one thing to try to kind of grasp onto on the season, I mean, his his improvement has I, you know, it's like, okay, if we get a new coach, I hope he stays. And it's like he's playing himself – he's playing so well, maybe, you know, he he just has to go. You know, like it's mm-hmm. it's time to move on. I mean, he's actually playing that well. I like watching when Sky Clark really uses his body. I mean, he's such a strong guy. He looks good. But, again, no organization really to consistently deliver a product. And that's the part that's frustrating because you see glimpses, glimpses of the talent that these guys have because this yeah. team has some talent. But – uh, that's not enough. Like I can buy all the uh, stuff from Fitness Market and put it in my basement, but, yeah, but it does, it's not going to do anything yeah. if it's just sitting there. Great yeah. point. Yeah, I was just looking that after all that stretch of um, you know ten minutes without a whistle, it was nineteen to fourteen. It was actually a competitive game at that point. For which game? The Wake Forest game. Yeah, oh, yeah. that they lost by a million. Yeah, but I Sorry, mean, how just... many how many threes had Wake hit by then? 
Oh, remember they had 36 points and they had 10 threes. That was the most unbelievable. Right. Like, yeah. What did they end with, like 15 or 16? I mean, it was a lot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was a lot. 18 maybe. Yeah, I'll go back and, and check. It was You're most. losing that game. And you're just like, okay, well, what, how, how can we stop that is the question. It's like, what are we doing about 18, it? Yeah, 18 threes. Yeah. 18 James threes. Black just sent over a, a stat on Tony Bennett. That Tony Bennett currently has a better ACC winning percentage at John Paul Jones Arena than Coach K had at Cameron Indoor. <laughs> and we're like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that guy. Right. Well, we're not going to get Tony Bennett anyway. Right. I mean, he's not leaving Virginia. Yeah. He's just not. It's a hard business trying to find the next college basketball legend. Yes. You know, because it's yeah. been ruled by legends for years. They're gone. And it's, well, who's the next legend? And, you know, we thought Mac was going to be hot rising star, and he did okay, but not great. So he's gone. Um, Kenny was, we knew he wasn't going to start hot. You know, we just hoped that he would work out because of the, the connections we, you know, we anticipated with recruiting and that he would be a lifer. It's just not working out, you know. So it's like, you, you know, we can miss again. You know, it won't be Josh Hurd's a bad AD. It'll be like everyone's kind of figuring out who's the next, you know, batch of coaching. And when you talk about that, you're talking about like four people at max. You know, so it's like, are you going to accidentally or – intentionally figure it out somehow you have some magic formula who that next those next four legends are and you hire one of them and so that's the hard part i mean we could hire someone we all agree and love as fans doesn't matter may not be the next legend and then you just you're you're in the same boat again and that's we're not used to that when you've had two hall of famers back to back for 40 something years it's a totally different conversation these days for louisville fans including myself and i think you got to want to be the legend you know like i you know like when we hired mac there was something wrong when the, you know, the NSA tournament got shut down. The ACC tournament got shut down. And I'm turning on ESPN, and it's Calipari and e Izzo and Coach K and all these people at college basketball. And we're all sitting around with cameras. And Chris Mack will talk to us. Like, part of it, too, is you got to have a And person. we're sitting around with cameras at the ACC tournament that's being shut down. I mean, it's not a hypothetical. You're, I mean, people don't realize this, the scene you're talking about. Yeah, the scene. We're in the hotel Mack lobby. right there. Yeah, and, and, and Tyree's doing a press conference. I'm telling you what he knows at that point, which wasn't much. You know, it was all changing so fast. And, yeah, Mack was there and, and – yeah. Didn't, didn't, you, you want your coach. You want your coach's opinion to matter to the rest of the sport. Correct. That's what you right. want. One hundred percent. Yeah. And Kenny Payne's opinion does not matter to the rest of the sport. Jeff Brom's getting to the point, especially with the transfer portal. I think anybody would love to get do an article on him talking about the transfer portal because he's. You know, that's where. I mean, it's not just people around here talking about it. It's nationally people talking. Yeah. About I mean, it. Jeff did a talk at the AFCA with the coaches' convention. Now it's not national it's not going on ESPN yeah. but it matters to the to the people in the business and i think that that's the next step yeah if jeff brown offers an opinion right now on transfer portal it people are stopping yeah, what they're right. doing to listen yes right. you know yes. like ef hutton right? he's like, number 1 i mean he's <laughs> number 1 in the portal <laughs> i mean ohio state might be overtaking louisville in the portal at this point because of what they've been able to get from Alabama. But we're really strong. We are way up there. I like what we're well, doing. Well, we were number one or two consensus last year. We were you know, number one until recently here this year. And, and if we're top five every year, if we can be, mm-hmm. I mean, that would just be lights out. I do think we have a secret sauce right now that eventually someone's going to figure this out and, and challenge Louisville. But maybe not, you know, because like with everything, you, you kind of have this advantage. And then you work that advantage as long as you can. And then you have to kind of come up with a new angle. So right now... Now, Jeff Brom's got that angle. Interesting text. says there are less than 10 coaches that can go out and compete for a national championship. I guess talking about basketball. There are plenty in football. 
I don't know. I feel like it's opposite. I, I, my, that was my initial reaction. Mm-hmm. But then you look at Kalen DeBoer came in, Washington, boom, won right away. Right. Um, there are only TCU. a handful of guys who have won um, a championship now still in college football with Harbaugh going to the NFL and Saban retiring. The list is dwindling. But, but some newer faces have come in and won games more recently in college football than the previous, I don't right. know, 10 years, I think. I don't think that Texter and a lot of people would have thought that Scott Drew could have won a title before he won it at Baylor. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I think that with the transfer portal, and I don't think the people saw Shaheen Holloway or Dusty May or the guy from San Diego State whose name I can't remember, those guys being in the final oh, this four. Oh, in Michigan. Um, gosh. gosh, Brian something. I'll Brian, I can't Probably yeah. Smith. It's not Smith. No, there's a million but Smiths. But those guys are in the final four with veteran teams. Very well could have. If UConn wasn't. The most dominant, they just blew the doors off everybody last right. year in the tournament. It was a really kind of remarkable. Brian Dutcher. Dutcher. There it is. Dutcher. Yeah. Where's Hurley from, like, where he grew up? A piece, right? Uh, yeah. Was, so, that was a, co- so a coach. Stores, at, uh, stores is, like, that's neighborhood for him. Like, he'd, yeah. Like, you know, if he was from the south and he was at stores, I think Louisville could get him. Because he'd be like, it's cold up here. Or you know, but he, he, he grew up cold. So that's nothing to him. That's like, that feels like home. So, yeah, finding that coach, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> I mean, and yeah. what, what should – Jersey the, City, that's where, that's where they're – I was trying to think okay. of the high school. Jersey City, New Jersey. That's where his, you know, his dad coached forever, that powerhouse program. Yeah. And, yeah. And, what, and what is the next legend? What does it look like with NIL? Because, like, for instance, you know, I think Patino's good no matter what because of the ferocity, yeah. you know, that he, he makes his players play with. But, but some coaches aren't going to work out that well in NIL because it's like they have this infinite, deep kind of intricate system, and it's like, well, next year it's like five new guys. You know, so it's like it's kind of hard to install something like that. So what – what does the coaching qualities in the well, NIL era right? no, you, make a legend? You, you've got you've to factor that in, that, that, that you go, okay, you, you were great 10 years ago, 15 years ago, even five years ago. Yeah. But if you, you haven't been good in the last two or three, if there's a big difference, you right. go, what, what are you doing with NIL? What are you doing? With, how, do you, how, how do you work the transfer portal? What's right. your plan? Because talent alone is not it. Louisville has talent. There's talent yeah. on this squad. Yeah. So it's not just talent. It can't be probably a 500-page playbook because the guys aren't there that long. Yep. So it's like that's that's kind of the nut to crack. It's like, okay, well, if we're going to find the future legend, um, the, the how to work NIL transfer portal, short-term players, um, handling – uh, crazy egos and things like that that might come out of that. It's like, what? who's that coach? Well, that's why I think you see Tang, Drew, and Beard hit all the time because those three guys have kind of proven it. I mean, Tang and Drew did, won the title at, at Baylor together, and then Tang was in the Elite Eight last year with a brand-new team. Yeah. You know, they were awful the year before. and then when it, I'm just laughing at my dad. Yeah. I used to drink Tang all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. That orange mustache. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're saying Drew right. and Astronauts Tang. Astronauts drinking. Uh, yeah, and it's like, I just, I'm thinking of my, myself. I was. Drew, uh, Tang, and Beard. You're good. You're yeah. It, it all yeah. hit. It yeah. all hit. Yeah, it is. You're, yeah, you're saying Drew, Tang, and Beard. And I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but, but Beard did it at, at Texas, and he was, he was killing Mac in recruiting, yeah. especially out of the portal. Then did it to Kenny. Then that, now at Ole Miss. All portal guys at, at Ole Miss this yeah. year, brand new team, right. and they're sixteen and three. And so I'm yeah. kind of watching these guys put these things together, and they're also good coaches. Right. They're also good coaches because coaching freaking matters. Player yeah. player acquisition is what we tried to do here with Kenny Payne, and now he didn't get the players, but also the coaching is pretty right. horrendous. Like coaching does matter. Who yeah? Who can get the talent and then organize a system? In, in a hot minute, 
Yeah. Like, like be good now. Yeah. Like that's, and for some coaches, I mean, I, 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 I can never be surprised with what Patino does because he, he's just legendary. Right. It's like, right. it, you know, but I, I can see how Patino probably, if he was really rotating guys in and out, you know, with the new era of player, yeah. I can see that he probably can't use 30% of the stuff that he would normally do because yeah. it's like, you know, he used to tell Tony Delk uh, at Kentucky, he'd come in and say, I want more playing time. He's like, you'll get it next year. Now get back there and work hard. You know, it's like, you know, that's not a player anymore. But no. but by the time he showed up, he had three years of learning all the playbook. And it's like, that ain't happening. It's like, it's a one-year playbook. And what is it? Who's that guy? All right, we got to uh, roll along here as we're over here at um, Louisville Dental Implants. You can go to 502implants.com. Again, I've had three dental implants done here. If you need that done, you got the most accredited person around, and Dr. Eric Nunley uh, and, and Steve Rummage is doing the same thing I've done, and it's um, it's great. I mean, the place is like NASA around here. Everything's state-of-the-art, and, uh, and they just make you feel really comfortable. They even serve you tang. They do not serve you tank. With the astronauts. That would be, that, that'd be, that'd be nice. Around? I don't think it is. I don't, see, I'll see if I can find it <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, it probably is. Well, it, of course it is. It's but they be. would not serve it here because it's too much sugar. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, they're not, not doing that at the dentist's office. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking it up on Can Amazon. I go on, uh, let's see, Tang on Amazon? Yeah, still there. Wow. They even got a zero sugar Tang. What? That's got to be horrible. Yeah, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll continue along here uh, is, uh, this morning over here at uh, Little Dental Implants. Uh, hey, also, um, speaking of fitness market, you yep. know, you've got the, uh, what do you got? You oh, got, man, everything. Got, yeah, you've got the. Fit and spin bike, treadmill. You just got the floor the other day. Yeah. yeah, the barbell rack, Olympic, you know, bar, plates. Oh, I mean, you, oh, so you, oh, you. We got floor. I mean, we. Oh, you, we've been building this over years, though. Yeah, I say right. that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, just start with one thing, you know, and then and then as you see, I need to work on something else, and you can investigate that one. But put it in a place in your house where you'll use it, where there's good lighting, where there's good space, there's good energy. We're it's in that basement, five thirty a.m. every morning, five days a week. That's awesome. Yeah, good for you, man. Yeah. How far did you run today? Today was I did spinning, so thirty minutes. Wow. So, yeah. Then you go ahead and teach tennis half the day too. Like yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mike Lindsay's just ripped over here. <laughs> <laughs> Hour number three.